All right, cool. Yeah, it's been... Uh, God, I wish I had more time to play, though. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> um, boy, the screenshots you sent looked really cool. I mean, that game looks amazing. Yeah, it's it really is incredible. Um, I, it, it's funny, I tweeted this, but like my Twitter feed since Friday has just been either screenshots of Zelda or screenshots of Horizon Zero Dawn, and that's it. Yeah, there would have been a lot more for me, too, if I had just gotten around to hooking up my Twitter account to uh, the Switch earlier, because it didn't come, I didn't get my Switch until Friday night pretty late. I mean, it wasn't late late, it was like 6.15, but I went home early, and it wasn't there, which was kind of irritating. The games were, of course the games were there, right? Sure, of course. The games in the carrying case, but the um, but the Switch itself was coming from Best Buy, and that took a little longer. Yeah, it sounded like, I mean, there was a lot of problems. I think I think Mike had one of his pre-orders cancelled. A friend of mine had one of his, didn't turn up till Saturday. Um, although, although Prime Now did have some on Friday. Uh, I could have had one. Really? Yeah. I, it, I did hover for a little bit. It was very late in the game when I finally got a tracking number. I think it was thursday night maybe or late afternoon it was it was well into the day on thursday before i had a tracking number um and then by the time i went to bed my switch was in kentucky and, and it made it by the next day but it had you know it still had to like fly to chicago then i had to get on a day to put it on a truck and then I had to drive around the suburbs so i was a little nervous that it wasn't going to make it by friday yeah, so you got your got your switch from best buy and the games from amazon sorry yeah yeah. Yeah. So so what did you get? Obviously you got Zelda. So I got Zelda, One Two Switch, Super Bomberman. Those are the three um that I got as cartridges. I guess they're chips more than cartridges. Mm. Uh, and they're really tiny. Um they're probably they're they're smaller, I think, than well, they're about the same size as an S D card, maybe a little bit different dimensions. And then I picked up Shovel Knight and uh Snipper Clipper on the eShop. Cool. Yeah, they're all. Um, I haven't. Let's see. What have I not played? I haven't. I haven't played Super Bomberman yet. Right. But I've tried everything else. Yeah, I obviously we've spoken about this probably for the last like month or so. But um, you know, I I didn't pre-order one, and I was like, no, I'll wait. And then the Zelda reviews came out. Um, by the time the Zelda reviews came out, I'd already ordered Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, and, and you got the, uh, the oh fan- my god, I want to play that. Yeah, you um, got the fancy expensive version too, right? Uh, yeah, I went for the ultimate collector's edition, which comes with a statue and a steel book and a little art book and stuff like that. Yep, yep. No, that looks amazing. I, uh, yeah, I'll tell you that Zelda game. It's already probably my favorite game ever. It's funny because I'm thinking the same about Horizon Zero. Dawn. <laughs> it's pretty amazing, and I haven't even played. I've barely scratched the surface. I mean, I've played. I really didn't play that much on Friday night. It was mostly kind of getting everything set up and connected to the the Wi-Fi and updated. And you know, I played a little bit, but I was pretty tired Friday night, so it was mostly a setup night. And then I spent more time on Saturday morning playing. Yeah. So have you been playing in portable mode or on the TV or? like what did you get a pro controller as well i did i got a pro controller um what else did i get i got oh i i ended up doing a same day delivery of a zelda amiibo because uh, <laughs> federico told me that if you use a zelda amiibo you can get a wolf get a zelda wolf to follow you around which is pretty cool so i picked that up um 
I've been playing a combination of portable and and on TV, probably a little more on the TV. Um, what one thing uh. is really cool about the Switch, I think, is that it's the first system that I've ever I felt comfortable putting in just like the main living room area, because because it's small. It's not a giant gaudy piece of plastic like you know the original Xbox, for instance. Yeah, <clears throat> you know it's not loud. It doesn't make any noise really. So it's it's tiny. Just you know, it's maybe the size of a hardback book at most. Not even that big. And you drop the thing, you know, you drop the switch into it, and it immediately switches over to the the TV um, setup and works perfectly. And then if you know somebody wants to watch television, you just yank it out and go play somewhere else, which is which is really nice. Yeah, I mean that that seems like, obviously it's nice that it's portable, but I feel like that's the biggest advantage of the fact that it does have the portable aspect to it because, like you say, you can keep it in your main living room on. You know what is presumably your nicest TV is in your you know your, right. your main living room, um, so you can play it there. But like you say, if somebody comes along and they want to you know watch TV or do something else, you can just grab it and, and you know go and sit wherever you want. Right, and I haven't seen that in as many of the reviews. I mean, it is one of those things where you know if you if you live with other people <laughs> who want to watch television instead of play video games, uh, it's a big advantage to be able to just walk away with it. I mean, now, you know, Sony did similar things with being able to play remotely, but that doesn't work quite as well. That's a little more fiddly. Yeah, and I don't think you can really... I think if you get the PlayStation TV, you can remotely play on another TV, but I haven't I haven't really investigated that. Obviously, you've got the Vita um, remote right. play, but, you know, that's a, it's a pretty tiny screen, and the buttons don't always map very well to it right um because obviously you've got extra buttons on the the ps4 controller yeah so i've played i've tried i've tried these the joy cons separately in the little um you know like holder i guess it is you know to make it like one big game controller i've tried that and i've tried the pro controller and i really like the pro controller so it's, it's great for zelda so how does the uh you know the thing that you slot the the joy cons into the little holder uh-huh. Um, to make that a controller, how how is that compared to say you know I don't know a PS4 controller or, or you know an Xbox controller or something like that? Is it is it all right or am I going to want to buy a Pro controller? I think you'll want a Pro controller. I mean it's okay, it's fine. You get used to it pretty quickly. Uh, it's not bad, and you could get by with it for sure. But because uh, the the hardware of the two little Joy Cons is pretty good, it's it seems pretty solid and good quality, but. Um, it's just a little weird to hold just because of the way it is and it's all kind of, you know, Frankenstein together with these slots and everything. Uh, I just felt like the, uh, the the Pro Controller was a little more comfortable in my hands overall. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, it was kind of a baited question. I'm obviously going to buy the Pro Controller yeah. uh, if I get one. I mean, the prices have already dropped on those. Like Amazon are selling it for like £60 now rather than £75. Oh. Um, so hopefully given... You know, given a few more months, some at least some of the accessories will drop in price, so I can I can order one. Yeah, that's the that's part of the thing is that you know you you look at it and it's like oh the price this isn't too bad, but then once you get done buying games and accessories and stuff, you've spent at least as much as you have on a PS4. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that's always the difference, or has been the last few consoles within Nintendo. Like the console you get you know as the base thing is fine but you really are going to want accessories whereas if you buy a ps4 or an xbox one like you get the controller and you just need to buy a game right 
the other the the one accessory I have that I haven't tried yet. Well, I haven't tried the amiibo yet. The amiibo yet either because I haven't gotten very far in into Zelda. And I figured I'd wait a little bit, but um, I got that charging um, holder. Right. Uh, so that'll be nice because the, the thing does run down batteries pretty fast, in por- at least in portable mode. I haven't used it as much as I said. I've been doing some experiments. I've got some experiments to do later today because I've been trying to find... Well, I bought a an Anchor portable charger um, last week with two things in mind. One was the Switch, and the other is my MacBook uh, because I'm going to Italy later in the month, and I wanted to have... I don't think I'm going to bring my MacBook, but I might bring the Switch along. And I wanted something uh, pretty robust that, that would charge. <clears throat> and uh, I know from talking to Mike that he has an older anchor, and it didn't... It, it, I don't think it would charge... It wouldn't charge the Switch while he was playing, but I think if it was in sleep mode, it would charge it super slowly. Um, right. But this monster one that I got, it's the biggest one that Anchor sells... It's very heavy, and it's large, but it it will charge while I'm playing. So I only tried it for like 20 minutes. I played 10 minutes of Zelda uh, without it, and then I played 10 minutes with it back co- uh, connected to the battery, and it, it seemed to charge up about as fast as it drained when I was playing without it. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, that's that's fine, I guess, as long as you can kind of get some extra time out of the, the portable mode. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that I, I, there's a lot of... A lot of uh, misinformation and misunderstanding about exactly what you need to do to charge the switch, because it is it's it's power hungry. So there are a lot of um, plugs you can get and things like that. You know whether it's just a USB hub or it's a battery or whatever. Uh, there are a lot that won't work with it. Yeah, it's Nintendo aren't very good at kind of revealing this information and just kind of being straight out like this will work this won't work yeah Um, right as you say it's going to take a couple of weeks for you know the likes of you and mike and everyone else to kind of test this stuff out and and kind of come to a conclusion as to what will and won't work yeah because it it really is a matter of how much juice it can put out because did you see the stories that if you hook up a switch to a macbook it actually charges the macbook yeah i did see that (laughs) so i'm not really sure how how that works i assume (laughs) that that's because it's putting out more juice uh, on its end of the USB cable than the MacBook puts out when it's, you know, uh, needs providing power to accessories. But that, that that's kind of odd. Yeah, it's kind of strange. But, um, you know, it, it sounds like everyone is enjoying their Switches, which is great. Um, as I say, like, half of my feed was just people posting pictures of, of Zelda. Yeah, I've got a lot more time to spend with it before I really have a full feel for it. But, I, you know, I tried the 1-2 Switch... Um, the, uh, the Cowboys drawing their guns game, just briefly. It's it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It works really well. Um, it, it's definitely kind of the Wii Sports of of the system. It's you know it's kind of, they're basically party games. Yeah, it it seems quite expensive for. Oh, sure does. Kind of the, I mean, what it's like a full price game, right? It's like yeah, 40, I think it's fifty dollars or something. Fifty yeah. or sixty, yeah, fifty or sixty dollars. It's it's a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's one I won't be picking up. I'll, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably leave that one. All the games are pretty expensive. Um, Snipper Clipper is a good game. That one, I think, is $25, maybe. It's mm. a kind of a co-op puzzle game. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, it's very hard to explain, but it's it's 
you each play as a little paper person that walks around and you can cut out shapes from each other by overlapping your characters and and pressing one of the buttons and you do right. that and then you rotate your 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 body and fit into little um try to create shapes between the two of you uh, okay um, and then there's all kinds of other stuff going on, like later levels, like um, pressing buttons, and you know they're they're just ba- it's basically a puzzle game that's that requires cooperation between two people. Uh, nice. And and then Shovel Knight is, I think Shovel Knight is has all the DLC that's ever been released for that game in it. And it looks- yeah, that's my understanding of it. It's like a huge bundle of everything, plus kind of you know made for the for the Switch. Yeah, which is pretty good for twenty bucks, and it's it looks great on the Switch. I, I that one I've only played in in portable mode, but it was it was a lot of fun. I've never really gotten into Shovel Knight, although we own it on I think every possible system imaginable <laughs> at this point. I think. Yeah, it's definitely having seen the Zelda reviews and you know hearing from you and you know other people on Twitter. It, it, I was going to hold out till maybe Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, given that I was hovering on the buy button on Prime Now on Friday. Yeah, um, <laughs> I couldn't. Believe I don't think I'm going to last them. until like June or anything. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> believe that they had them on Prime, uh, like launch day. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they had many because I, I kind of checked, you know, maybe three hours later and it was gone. Um, yeah. but I did have a couple of people tweet me in other areas of the UK, and Prime Now had them in their area as well. Um, huh. I don't know. I guess Amazon got more stock because the day before I could have ordered one for next day as well. So I guess maybe their allocation was bigger than they initially thought. Maybe. And they're definitely, I, it seems like Amazon's doing a better job with Nintendo in the UK than the US because other than the, the initial pre-order moment, there was nothing here is that I, that I've seen. I mean, it, it, they sold out immediately and then I don't think they ever had them again. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> It's it's easy to forget that like the UK is you know the size of one state, whereas obviously you know Amazon and Amazon US is serving a lot more people. This is true, and um, I had this exact same discussion with Mike earlier in the week when I said, "Aren't you nervous that you don't have your tracking number?" And he said, "You got to remember, this is not a very big country." <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I've had tracking numbers at like you know three, four o'clock in the morning, and it arrives by nine o'clock. Um, you know, right, literally like four or five hours. Right, because this I think this was Wednesday, and he still didn't have his tracking number. And he's he he told me though. Usually, he doesn't even get them until the day before. And you know, for me, that that's Wednesday would have already been was already super late in the game. Yeah, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's a lot quicker for. I mean, I've had stuff where I've ordered really late at night. You know, ten, eleven o'clock at night, and it's come the next day. Um, Let's see, just because we're in much smaller country. Right. Well, I was a lot. I was a little nervous just because I don't really use Best Buy. Um, I've never. I don't think I've ever ordered anything from them that was delivered to my house, and so I didn't really know how reliable they are. You know, Amazon, for instance, the games I ordered were already sitting less than a hundred miles away in Wisconsin by the time they shipped. Mm. So uh, that was pretty cool. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty amazing system i've i've been pretty i've been impressed by it i mean there's i guess there are some minor frame rate issues here and there in zelda when you put it on a tv things like that i mean it's still you know it's a nintendo system it's not like the it's not cutting edge technology but 
Um, one thing that when I started up Zelda, even though I'd seen some of the gameplay videos, I was really kind of blown away by just how vast the world is and how uh, beautiful the artwork is. Yeah, it, it really is a, a just just looks incredible. Um, and I'm kind of impressed in some ways. Like obviously, Nintendo are known for making really good games, but I'm. I just wasn't sure if they were really going to be able to pull off this like huge open world that they have. Yeah, it, it, it's amazing that you know it's it's interesting because you can kind of make of it what you want because you can just kind of play in a laid back mode, exploring things and staying away from the enemies, or you can you know try to find, do all the the missions essentially, finding the shrines and all that, and just plow your way through the game. But you're I think you're rewarded a little more for exploring because you find more items that help you do things later in the game. Sure. Yeah, it's uh, the the parallels between Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn are very similar. Um, yeah, you know, it's this it's this huge, you know, massive open world. I I tweeted a picture yesterday. I've been playing for like ten or eleven hours, um, and I've only unlocked this kind of tiny portion of the map. Um, you know, and, and as you say, there's you know there's monsters and enemies everywhere. Um, but you know, you can avoid those if you want. You can just kind of wander around, and you should be fine. Um, but yeah, as I say, like 10 hours and I, I've, I've just got this tiny portion of the map unlocked. So, you know, I don't know how long this game's going to take me to finish. Yeah. I saw your, I saw your tweet with a picture of the map and it looked pretty huge, even though that was just the very first part you, very first part you had unlocked. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, as I say, it was, you know, 10 hours in, I, I, I've done a lot of exploring, like rather than just doing the, you know, the quests that it gives you. Right. Um, I think at that point I'd only done like two main story quests. I'd, I'd done some like side missions and, you know, just gone hunting down the various machines that are in the game. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it, it really is a fun game to, to play. So what's the premise of it? I've heard it described as like Skyrim with robots, which seems a little odd and not quite right either based on some of the other stuff I've seen. I mean, what what really is this game all about? Yeah, so it's... For the you pay that you know the main character is called Aloy, um, and she is you know a, a hunter warrior type person who's you know been training all her life and all this kind of stuff, um, and it's like post post apocalyptic. So there's been an apocalypse, and then they've gone past that, and now like machines roam the earth, and uh-huh. um, everyone's kind of reverted back to you know they just live in tribes and kind of rudimentary houses and stuff like that um but you can kind of go into the ruins of of like the old world so obviously the old world is you know our world with buildings and technology and all this kind of stuff right um and she finds a little it looks like a bluetooth headset um and that allows her to kind of see where the robots are and what they're going to do and allow her to kind of fight them better than anyone else can yeah that's cool and the graphics in this game are just phenomenal from what I've seen looking at videos. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've probably spent as much time in the photo mode just taking screenshots of I have actually playing the game. Yeah. Um, like, every time you kind of turn a corner or get to a top of a mountain or something, you just see something else and it just looks incredible. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, it really is gorgeous. I, I was so disappointed that that was coming out last week because I... I had my finger on, on that buy button just like you had it on on the Switch. And I was going to do it, and I thought, I'm, I'm not going to do this because I, do, I don't really even have enough time to f- 
fully play the Switch this weekend, let alone uh, dive into a game as big as, as, as Horizon. Yeah, definitely. I remember watching the... Uh, I was actually reminded of the original reveal trailer um, from E3 2015. Uh-huh. Um, a, a guy at work, Louis, said to me, oh, um, yeah, do, you must have seen the trailer. And, like, I had kind of forgotten about the game because, you know, these trailers come out, like, two years ago or, or something like that, you know, a year and a half. Um, and then the reviews had come out, and I looked at the reviews, and I was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm probably going to order it. And then... I thought, no, 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 I'll wait because I've you know just bought Lego Dimensions and I've got loads of other games to play. And then Louis, uh, this developer I work with, he he'd bought it and I watched him streaming it for like twenty minutes and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have to buy this now. <laughs> it, now, is it is it uh, is there an online component or is it just single player? I mean, how, what's that like? No, single player, there's no online, there's nothing. It's glorious. <laughs> no, that's good. I actually, I prefer that myself. So that, that's definitely a game I have to play. Yeah, there, there's there's no uh, online component to it at all. It is just the single player game. No, that's cool. I have fiddled around a little bit with the Nintendo Switch's online stuff. You know, there's all the, you, you've probably seen the uproar about how they, they're still using friend codes and that sort of thing. <laughs> it's yeah. not, it's not quite as bad. I mean, yes, it's bad that the friend code, friends, you know, there's a 12 digit friend code that, you, you know, is impossible to remember, impossible to share practically. But uh, if you have played Super Mario Run or Mitomo on iOS, for instance, you, those people will be pre-populated in your list as as suggestions. So all you have to do is select them and you know press A and and you've you've sent a friend request to those people. So that's 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 pretty easy. So I, I very quickly you know connected with five or six people that way. Right. Okay. So they, there's at least something there to help you get started. <laughs> yeah, it's better. I mean, it, it, sure, it would be better if you know they could you could. If you could load it up through uh, your Twitter, you know, Twitter username or Facebook or anything that's existing and secure, that would be that would be better. Or if their own system was a little less, um, you know, I don't know, <laughs> archaic, I guess. Uh, yeah, you know, it. But I so I haven't. I've yet, you know, I've yet to, to send my friend code to anybody or tap it into anything. Uh, and I've got seven or eight people who I've connected with, so it, it hasn't been that bad. Yeah, I mean, we, we you know we could sit here and knock Nintendo for you know all, all the things that they get have they got wrong at launch, you know, online and friends code and stuff like that. But I mean, that's not what Nintendo are good at. You right. know, Nintendo are good at making really fun, great games, um, and you know, and that is that really is all that's important for the Switch, I think. Right. Well, and maybe someone will tell me I'm I'm wrong, but I went looking for the online, the the new, you know, like the beta online. Uh, service that they're going to do and i don't think it's there yet or if it's there it was hidden and i couldn't find it and and i I mean i don't think i have any games where that would even be a thing at this point i mean maybe you could somehow play some of the one two switch games online maybe i haven't looked at all of them yet but yeah but it's definitely not a thing with zelda or shovel knight or any of those kind of games no i i imagine they're going to get that launched before mario kart 8 yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Is that that I think is supposed to come at the end of April. So my guess is they'll roll out the service sometime mid to late April, and then the game will come out. Yeah, and then Mario Kart will come out, and the service will crash because so many people will have bought it. <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got like standing orders with Amazon for basically everything that not everything that's been announced, but not too mm. too many games already. 
Oh yeah, I mean there is quite. It's not a huge catalog, but I think there's enough there really to to build up right before the holiday season. Um, right. You know, I mean, I think by the holiday season, I was looking, and you're probably looking at like ten or twelve games that are like, you know, full blown games that you buy with a cartridge. And that's not including you know all the digital games and stuff that you can get. Yeah, there was a there was a Nintendo. Oh, what do they call them again? Nintendo Live or. What? Uh, yeah, uh, direct. Direct, right? There was a Nintendo Direct. I think it was last Tuesday um, that shows a lot of the digital games that are coming. You know, a lot of the indie games that are coming. Mm. Oh my gosh, they probably highlighted twenty. Yeah, I saw. A, I think I saw a screenshot of all the you know all the logos just on a on a slide. Um, but yeah, there's there's loads coming. So they, I don't think we're going to be short of of games to play on it. Yeah, no, they did that on Tuesday, and then they immediately released trailers for all of them. So there's a ton on YouTube. If you go to the Nintendo channel, there's a ton of announcements there. And uh, that what they've said is that they're going to have new games every week. So you know they're not all going to be AAA titles like Super Mario Kart, but they're from what I could tell, there were a lot of new games, a lot of exclusives, a lot of timed exclusives. And then uh, just some ports of some you know classic and and fun games that people uh, already enjoy. Yeah, so it, it does it does look like it's it's turning out to be a pretty good lineup. Um, I th- it will be interesting to see what it's like around Christmas to try and get one because um, I mean for the first probably two or three years of the Wii, like it was near impossible to just walk in a shop and pick one up. Um, I know, and I do wonder if the switch is going to end up like that i hope um, not i mean i find that i, I kind of get the marketing buzz that part of that but when at the end of the day you want people to buy your stuff and i remember when the Wii came out i didn't get i would have gotten one earlier if i could have you know just walked to a target or you know walked into a target and bought one but i but it it was too much of a project to get one yeah i remember i, I think my my parents bought me one uh, I think it was maybe the second Christmas that the the Wii had been out. Yeah. And uh, my mum had made a reservation at a store, or she was on the wait list. And they basically were phoning... Her, they phoned her up and they said, we've got one reserved for you. You've got 45 minutes to come and pick it up or we're giving it to somebody else. Oh, wow. Um, it, it was that bad. Um, you know, and as you say, like, if I can't just buy one of these on Amazon and get it, like, next day or whatever... It's I'm I'm gonna be annoyed like when it when it gets to it, um, but you know I I think it'll be alright, but but we'll see probably nearer nearer the time. Yeah, uh, you know there there are a few rough edges here and there. It clearly was something that they pushed out the door. Maybe, you know they could have probably let it bake for another six months or a few months at least. But the core experience is fine, and and I think the rest of what needs to be worked on is something that can be you know dealt with in updates and along the way i mean there was a you know there was a a system update right away that i think was in part to deal with that you know that whole controversy about how the joy cons weren't working particularly well sure yeah i saw that i have not had any problems i mean there was i forget there was a chart i think it was in polygon that showed they tested it at different ranges and holding it different ways and basically to to really have a problem you had to you had to cup it in both of your hands, you know, cover where the antennas were with your second hand. And it's just not the way 
I don't think people would typically hold and use. <laughs> you know, it reminded me a lot of the iPhone 4 antenna gate. Um, the whole, you're, you're holding it wrong <laughs> meme. Yeah. Because <laughs> it clearly was like, if you grip it very hard in both hands and play that way, it might, be, and you stand like across the room, you might have a yep. problem. But if you're sitting in yep. front of your TV on the couch and you're doing using it the way it's intended to be used, I I haven't had any problems with it yet. Yeah, you go stand in a Faraday cage and it sees broken. Uh. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, the one thing yeah, is... Was a, yeah, sorry, go on. Uh, I'm going to say, the one thing is a little flimsy is that kickstand is a little flimsy. I can see why, <laughs> like, Apple's never done a kickstand on anything. I mean, yeah. it's... It's a little. I haven't used it in kickstand mode, but it's a little flimsyish piece of plastic, and I had uh. the hardest hardest time figuring out where to put the micro SD card. Turns out it's it's underneath the kickstand. I mean, that's a shame because, like, I, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, kickstands aren't necessarily great, um, but the one on the the Surface tablet thing is really good. Yeah. Um, so it can be done well. Yep. No, it, it's it's. It's not great. Um, then again, I don't know that I'm going to use it very much, so I don't really care that much. Uh, I think the dock is a little bit, maybe a little tiny flimsy, but it doesn't really serve much of a purpose other than, you know, it's just, it's it's really well designed in the sense that there's no way to do it wrong. You can't put the switch in backwards. Uh, if you put it in the right way, you just it just settles down right onto the USB-C connector. Uh, and passes through the video and audio to the TV, so that that worked extremely well too. No, it's good to hear. I, it's, it sounds like it's a pretty solid console, and and you know, for all the problems for me, like I'm buying it just because I want to play the games. I don't care too much about online. I'm probably not so bothered about battery life and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to get one. I mean, as I say, I couldn't couldn't really justify it when I just bought Horizon Zero Dawn as well. Right. Right. No, it, it is well designed in that sense, and it's pretty. It's kind of idiot proof, I guess. I mean, there's. It, it, it's not hard to set up. I mean, you don't really need an instruction manual to, to figure it out. No, that's good. Um, anything else on the Switch? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. So you're gonna. I s- assume you're gonna play some more Horizon Zero Dawn today. Uh, yeah, I played a few hours this morning uh, before we started recording, and yeah, I every, every intention of of playing some more this afternoon. Oh, that's good. I'm going to do some more battery tests <laughs> for, for the good of the order and the good of the people, because I'm getting questions from a certain Italian who wants to know. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so you were in Taco Bell yesterday? Oh, I was. I was. And I came so close to having a chalupa, Rob. And you didn't. I didn't. I couldn't do it. I, you know what? Even with the the, pro, the good product photography that they try to do for all these items at Taco Bell, uh, it looked disgusting, and I just couldn't do it. I couldn't bring it myself to have a chalupa. You've, you've filed the podcast and the listeners, John. I did. I, I, you know what? I should have just done it anyway, because what I got was, was probably equally disgusting. It was some sort of... I don't know what possessed me, but it was some sort of wrap. It was basically two tacos that had been put into a, tor- a soft tortilla, and then mm-hmm. pressed together into like a wrap. That, that sounds very strange. Yeah, it had that kind of weird, you know, cheese whizzy cheese, cheese sauce, as opposed to... Oh, re- re- <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Poured on it. <laughs> I polluted myself with that instead. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's actually, <laughs> talking of the that American 
like sauce cheese stuff. Um, when I was in London last weekend or the week before, um, I I did have a Shake Shack. Oh yeah, and it was really really good. Um, yep. they, they they did what they called cheesy fries, but it was the cheese sauce, so I avoided that. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I've had those. I, I don't know. I don't. I I don't mind um, regular cheese on fries, but I'm not a cheese sauce person. No, it 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 kind of it looked a little bit radioactive. It's it's kind of quite bright. It doesn't seem like a natural color. No, it never actually hardens either. If you've ever worked in a restaurant, it's it's basically comes in giant drums. You know, like gallon size metal tins that. You can uh, you, maybe the consistency of like cream cheese or something like whipped cream. Oh you know, god! <laughs> yeah, it's like a spread kind of, and then then they heat it up and it gets more liquidy. Yeah, that does not sound good. No, so yeah, I forgot that you were in. You know, we recorded the last show early because you were in London to see the Harry Potter show. How how was the whole the whole trip and the show and everything? Uh, yeah, the the trip was really good. Um, like the hotel that we'd picked, which was basically just. What's the cheapest but quite close hotel? Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out to be like a five-minute walk from the theater, which is great. Um, the play was really, really good. Like, just amazingly well done. But five hours of theater is a lot in one day. Yeah, I know. I told someone that here that you were going to that, and it sounded really cool. But then when I heard it was five hours, my jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah, so you get, it's it's two and a half hours the first part. And then two and a half hours again, you know, a few hours later. Um, but of course, you have to be in there, uh, or you have to, you know, be at the theater like forty-five minutes before, um, and then the same on the second half. So you're kind of really sat there for like three hours in the same seat, and you know, theater seats are never good, right? Um, you know, especially not old theaters in London; <laughs> they're particularly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So you had so you basically had two three hour stints in the in the theater and then a couple of hours in between to just stretch your legs and get something to eat that sort of thing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a three hour gap from the end of the first half to the start of the second half. But obviously, because you have to be there an hour before or forty five minutes before, it's kind of like a two hour gap. Um, mm-hmm. So we you know we went back to the hotel sat there for like 20 minutes or lay down on the bed for 20 minutes because it was a bit more comfortable than, than right. sitting in the theater um and then and then yeah we wandered around uh, there was a shake shack quite close to us um and it was really good yeah uh, was so, that your was that your first time there uh yeah i'd never had one before because they, they don't have them where i am right um, there's quite a few in london there's probably four or five in london um i also had it the next day as well on the sunday Nice. Yeah, I've had it before too, but I've only had it. I've probably had it as much as you have. I've only been to Shake Shack a couple of times. Yeah, there, there's a lot of different burger places in London. Um, you know, there's kind of a different burger place on every corner. Um, wow. But yeah, Shake Shack was amazing. Um, as I say, I mean, I went back the second day as well. Yeah, we um, there are Shake Shacks in Chicago, but there aren't as many as it sounds like in London. There are maybe two or three, um, and, mm. and none of them are really close to where I am most of the time. So I've gone, but it's been a while. I should definitely get back though. Yeah. So then on the on the Sunday, um, we we kind of we didn't really have anything to do. Um, we didn't have a specific train booked back or anything. We could just get whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just went for a walk around London, uh, just nice. to have a look at some stuff. I mean, 
because you know it, London's like right there, and and we kind of never really go and look at stuff. So you know we wandered down to the Thames and had a look at Big Ben and the Houses of Parliament and stuff like that. Um, and then by the time we'd walked all that, we were like, let's just go home now. I've had enough. Yeah, that's a lot of walking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, so you did kind of the touristy thing as opposed to just like going to the Lego Lego store and things like that. Yeah, well, we walked past the Lego store in the morning because uh, we we wanted to go through Leicester Square for I can't even remember why now. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it was a Sunday and the UK has stupid Sunday trading laws, um, oh, it doesn't right. open till eleven o'clock. Right, and there was probably a queue. This was about quarter to eleven. There was a queue of probably about one hundred and fifty people outside. Oh my gosh. Um, I, th- I think you probably remember when I, I said when I went went to that Lego store when it opened, there was this huge queue. I mean, this queue was bigger than that. Yeah, I remember. Um, and yeah. when I went the first time, it was like launch weekend. Um, yeah, so we did not go in the Lego store this time because I was not prepared to wait in that queue again. Yeah, that sounds pretty bad. Wow. Huh. Well, I guess it's still popular. Good for Lego, right? Yeah, I, it's, as I said, it's a combination of Lego being popular and stupid UK Sunday laws. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, everybody's ready to go and do some shopping, and they gotta wait wait another hour or two. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So, but yeah, it was good, and uh, I think we're probably gonna go up in the summer and either see Aladdin or Matilda. Oh, okay. Do you think you'd uh, see uh, Harry Potter theaters. again? Oh, not anytime soon. Yeah. Um, I don't think I could. Ha- it, it it was amazing, but I just don't think I could handle doing both parts in one day again. Yeah, well, it's a full day. It's a full day project, basically, right? Yeah, I mean, we were up at like half seven, eight o'clock in the morning, onto the train, pretty much went to the hotel and then straight to the theater. Um, you know, so we did pretty much didn't stop until like ten o'clock at night. Oh wow, yeah, that's a that's a long day. Yeah, so yeah, when we go up in the summer, we're gonna pick you know something that just comes in one part and it's only a couple of hours. Uh, so yeah, good idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, very nice. Well, I think that's all we have this week, unless you had anything else you want to talk about. Uh, no, that was pretty much it for this week. Um, it was. Let's be honest, we both were just uh, Zelda and Horizon Zero Dawn for both of us. Exactly. That's been filling all my time. Although I did see Doctor Strange last night. I, I meant to mention that, but uh, I, I do not highly recommend it. It was okay. It wasn't great. It was weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I watched it last week. Um, I, I mean... If you've kind of invested yourself in the Marvel Universe and want to see all the stories, um, but it, yeah, it's certainly not one of the best ones. I, I, let's just say I'm glad I didn't bother to go out and see it in the theater and waited until I could rent it on iTunes, you know, on a Saturday night. Yeah, I, I kind of felt the same way. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Um, you know, you can find me at MaxStories.net for my writing and at John Voorhees on Twitter. Cool, and uh, I'm on Twitter at rmlewisuk, and show notes will be at ruminatepodcast.com slash 40. Okay, great. Good to talk to you, Rob.